Welcome to Becoming a Realtor with EXP Realty on the Emerald Coast with your host, Tim Whittemore with the Whittemore Group. If you're a new agent or a seasoned agent looking into the opportunities of EXP Realty, look no further. Tim breaks down the things you need to know without all the hype and fluff. So stick around. Okay, so let's get into the five costly mistakes I made as a brand new agent. Well, let me give you a little background on that first. When I first um, got into real estate, I was in the Air Force, Air National Guard in upstate New York. And being in the Air National Guard doesn't pay that well, unless you're like full time in there, right? So I was working that job. I also had a job selling cruises, you know, cruises in 2016, which, you know, the internet, you know, good luck with that. And then um, also bartending, bartending for the rest of the time. Uh, just to give you some context, I would actually fly a multi-million dollar aircraft during the day, go bartend at night. And because I was with the guard, I made more money at the bar than I did flying the aircraft for eight hours, four hours at the bar, I actually made more money. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, working three jobs, didn't have anything. I was just tired of it. So I decided to get to something else that, that could leverage my time out, which is real estate. I uh, did a little bit of real estate in New York, got my license, what have you. And then I had a buddy of mine who was like, hey, come down, be our ops manager, come join our team. So I came down to Northwest Florida, living out of one of my buddy's spare bedrooms and had to you know, succeed. I was living off my savings, right? And had to succeed. So I've put everything I could into that in order to uh, to do what I had to do to, to make it, right? And it was very successful. In my first year, I sold 6.2 million in volume. It was like 33 sales, uh, made six figures that year and was rookie of the year for that brokerage. So it, um, it, it can work and it does work very well. Uh, but here's what I'm gonna talk to you about the mistakes I made, not just in New York, but down, down in Florida. So uh, number one mistake that I made was just winging it, okay? Uh, when I say winging it, I just, whatever, let's just, let's just get on the phone and call them. What are you gonna say? I don't know, I don't care. I'm just gonna get in front of them. <laughs> uh, I really didn't practice, I didn't practice scripts. That was the biggest part. I had the tools um, at one point, especially when I was here in Florida and joined a team because they had proven scripts and presentations and whatnot. I didn't have that in New York. Uh, but I had had these scripts, um, but I never used them. I just gave them a call and, I was, and somebody was like, hey, what do you want? I was like, uh, I sell real estate. You need real estate. <laughs> didn't make sense, right? It didn't make sense at the time. And even for me, I was just like, what, what am I doing? It was just too uh, proactive to get out there. So making sure that you have scripts or some sort of plan, even if you don't are not part of a team or a brokerage that offers you anything that you decided to go that route for whatever reason, um, you can look online and look for for sale by owner scripts. You can look for expired listing scripts, all circle prospecting, whatever it is, you know, foreclosure scripts. You can find those by just looking around, find the ones that work with you the best. A lot of these uh, coaching companies actually give this up for free as a promotion to get, get coaching with them. So winging it was my first thing. I, I learned that the wrong way. And uh, number two was not practicing. Nope. I would just go in, I'd have the scripts once I had them, and I was like, okay. And I'd read it in my head, I'd read it, and then I'd pick up the phone to call. 
and I never practiced them. So when I did and I was looking at the script and I was reading the script, you could tell I was reading the script. I mean, come on. Be like, hi, is this Jonathan? This is Tim with whatever real estate company. I saw that you were on, you know, it doesn't sound natural. There's no tonality to it. There was no personality. I didn't have time to practice. Eventually with enough rejection, <laughs> enough times that it didn't work, I finally took the time that each and every day prior to making any calls, I would sit there and say them aloud. If, even if it was to myself, I would say them aloud. I would stand up, I'd have good body posture. And I would, I would say these aloud with enthusiasm like I was talking to a real customer. And if I could, I'd find another agent somewhere to practice those for 30 minutes at a minimum and then go out and actually get it done. My conversion rate went through the roof as soon as I started doing that. So not practicing was the biggest one. Number three was not prioritizing activities. I would get into something and you'll see this if you haven't done a whole lot of uh, real estate yet. That first deal that you get, it's like your little baby, right? And you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta make sure that this is nurtured. I gotta, I gotta make sure everything's good. I can't look away from it. And you do that and you get through all the emotional turmoil and this is your first time. You're like, oh, I don't know if they'll trust me. I don't know anything. Oh, I gotta ask my broker. Um, <laughs> but eventually you get through that and you get to closing. You're like, oh, thank goodness. I finally got a paycheck. And you're like, where's the rest of my business? I neglected all my prospecting. And because of that, I don't have another deal going on. So now I got to start all over again. And it's going to take another 30 to 45 days of close after I find somebody else that says, yes, I want to work with you, Tim. Right? So <laughs> I wasn't prioritizing my activities. That was just one of those things. And I fell in that trap. Instead of doing this sort of like sine wave thing, uh, I started prospecting and making sure that was a priority, even if it was only an hour a day and then dealing with the deal the rest of the time, I started prioritizing those things that were going to be the best income generating things, which is prospecting. It's a brand new agent. I mean, I'd venture to say 70% of your time should be doing that. All right, number four was spending money before I had it. <laughs> You're gonna get all these phone calls if you haven't already, and emails telling everything about the best lead generation thing coming up or the Bex marketing. Let's let's put you on page one of Google, all these other craziness things. And you at the time you think that's that's legit. And you don't know any better, right? So you're like, yeah, I'll spend three hundred dollars a month, four hundred dollars a month and not have anything. Or maybe I made one closing and that just took, you know, two thirds of my paycheck. Right? Right there. I don't know when my next one is, but yeah, it's gonna generate so much leads. It's gonna do great. <sighs> and then it doesn't do anything. And now you're in the hole, and now you gotta really start going back at the income, you really have to go after the uh, income generating activities that you did before that worked in order to pay off the thing that did. It doesn't seem right, does it? So what I always venture to say is when it comes to prospecting, when it comes to your business, don't spend the money until you have it. If you ever read uh, MREA, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent, it's almost like the Bible of real estate, uh, if you ever do look in that, it says play red light, green light, where it is don't spend anything until you have the money. It's basically what it's saying. So don't do that. Don't be chasing back after credit card debt or whatever that you're putting on it. Don't spend the money until you have it. Number five, last but not least, <laughs> and this is kind of an ego thing, and especially as a higher demanding personality that I am and social personality, is I didn't ask for help when I needed it. I just thought I could just tough through it 
Like I can do, it. I could just keep going through this bah! and not ask for help and then look like an idiot. But worst of all, it, it would also um, really not be best for my client, which was inevitably what I wanted was to do best by them. And I didn't do it. And it was because I couldn't get over myself to ask other agents, my broker, my trainer, my manager, what to do. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't even in certain transactions, especially here in Northwest Florida, you know, we're, most of us are transaction brokers. So tell the other broker or tell the other agent and be like, hey, you know, I'm new. I'm not exactly sure what I'm supposed to be doing. So if something seems off, please let me know. Most people, to include myself, be like, absolutely, thank you for telling me now. So don't expect something beyond, you know, the, the norm uh, that you would do. Uh, but definitely ask for help. As you're beginning, if you're new to real estate, you just don't know what you don't know. So ask. Ask, learn, shadow other agents if they allow you to, and learn the best way that you can from there. That's all we have for today. To learn more about becoming a real estate agent on the Emerald Coast, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure to check him out and subscribe to his YouTube channel, Becoming a Realtor with EXP Realty on the Emerald Coast. And make sure to follow him on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. If you're thinking about joining EXP Realty on the Emerald Coast of Florida or anywhere in the United States, be sure to give him a call, text, or email because he has the tools to help you get to the next level of your career.